Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin. I'm Mark, and this is episode three today. Yes, this is episode three, and I'm Justin. And I think it's going to be episode, what, like, 98 or so? Somewhere in that fucking range. I can't tell. Hold oh, on. Dude, Hold the on. March to 100 is on. We are yeah. almost there. That's like a big to-do. That's sort important. Of, yes, it is. I, I agree. Uh, this might so. be 100 or 101. Yeah, I'm not sure. Hold really? On. So what? The la- last one released was 96, right? Yes. All right, so 97, 98, 99. 100, this is 101. 101! Yeah. Woo! Yes. All right. That's exciting. We, yeah. ca- I, I'm, 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 we should have made, we should go back and add some stuff to, like, some celebration noises for 100. Yeah, see, I, I look at 100 a little bit differently. I'm like, 100 is just close to two years. Like, I like 104, it doesn't have as nice, as nice a ring to it, but I think, yeah. it's like, you know, in, like, milestone markers, yeah. it's more important. Okay. I just know, I'm thinking like in television series, always 100 episodes is always a big deal. Well, it's a super big deal because everyone who works for it's like I'm getting fucking paid forever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Syndication for the win. There you go. <laughs> so today, we have a fan submission. We from, do from super fan Greg Kelly. Yes, who has. Upgraded his status as now to super fan, right? Because he brought us beer. He brought us beer. That is uh, that is the designation you have to be for super fan. So apparently the bar is, is low, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there you go. Just give us beer. Yeah, give us beer and send us an email. And yeah, that's about it. Pretty he, much. And he has checked both those boxes now. He, Bring us enough beer, and we'll get you a hat. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Um, so this is stuff from Victory Brewing Company. Where is Victory located these days? I don't even remember. There are two locations. I believe the main one is down in Downington, Pennsylvania. Okay. Outstanding. And so what do we have today, looking from there? Who, who did the homework on this one? Did you, Justin? I did the homework on this one. Oh, I, right. I picked up the, the, the uh, beer from our mule. And, uh, and did you go into an undisclosed location, like a uh, like a uh, parking garage or <laughs> was something? Was it a dead drop? Yeah. <laughs> Not for the beer pickup. That was just the, the festivities afterwards. Oh, okay. You uh-huh. wore your trench coat and everything, huh? Yeah. So... No, um, a lot of times when we try to do research... I just had to suck the rest of it out of my oh, <laughs> Thanks, yeah, thanks. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> well, South Park's amazing. That's my favorite episode. That's the Simpsons did an episode. That's the episode where they turned... Uh, where is, that, is that the same episode as the Simpsons did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Because, they, because, the Simpsons, because Lisa had the episode where she had the uh, underwater uh, sea monkey place. Yeah, yeah. And then they, Butters had the same thing in that episode. <laughs> and then so everyone, they recognized that. So that later on, they did that. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. No, I, re- yeah, I remember yeah. that. I just didn't remember that, that that was the same episode as the sea people. Yeah, that's my... Fa- sea monkeys plus sea men equals sea people yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cartman had to get the the uh the, right the that's right, right yeah that's <laughs> fucking great that's the, that, that show is amazing um i think that show's better than the simpsons like the simpsons has a special place in my heart because it was like that without the simpsons you wouldn't have south park yeah but i think south park it took it to a whole nother like especially social level yeah, the fact that they're able to turn over epi- new episodes so quickly has really helped them on that. It's great. Oh, I mean, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, like, the classic Simpsons is back when Conan O'Brien was still a writer for the show. Oh, yeah, that that's true. Yeah, he, he had the right idea. Anyway, so uh, we I have Hell's Lager, I see. I see that one. Is that the first one we poured out? Yeah, the first one we poured out is a Hellas Lager. Okay. Um, we I'm also have huff a, on this a little bit, and you yeah. tell us about it. Uh, we also have the uh, Java Cask um, Bourbon Coffee Stout, and then we have a Flanders Red. 
But uh, a lot of times when we uh, do the homework for these, we look for uh, kind of the history of the history of the brewery and stuff. There's, nothing really comes up. It's kind of difficult. It was not difficult for this one. No, we are going to start back in 1973, in the beginning, when uh, the owners Ron Barchette and Bill Kovaleski were uh, in, go- in fifth grade on the school bus. <laughs> wow, they're yeah. going way back. Yeah, they became friends, and then uh, in 1985, Bill gave Ron a homebrewing kit as a Christmas gift. And the two of them kind of fell in love with it and actually had a little personal rivalry okay. as they brewed. So um, later on in life, after they went to college on separate coasts, Ron left his job as a financial analyst and started an apprenticeship at the Baltimore Brewing Company. All right. Because he hated money. Apparently. <laughs> I'm, just, Apparently. I'm just throwing that in there. Okay. Um, and then he worked there for about a year. Editorial. And, yeah. Then he that worked is there. not the official company line. Yeah. No. Uh, Ron worked there for about a year and then uh, moved on to the Technical University in Munich at Weinstefan. Okay. So he started learning traditional brewing uh, in, in, in uh, Germany. When Ron left his apprenticeship at Baltimore Brewing Company, Bill <laughs> right. filled that role. Really? Yes. So, like took the job, like filled the role from him. Yes. That's great. So while Ron was off learning German brewing knowledge, Bill produced a whole bunch of German-style beers, uh, many of which that went on to win GABF awards at okay. Baltimore Brewing Company. And at that point, they both decided that they were ready to open their brewery near where they first met um, in Pennsylvania. So Victory Brewing opened on February 15th, 1996 um, in a uh, former nice. Pepperidge Farm factory. Down, um, with the, down with the old part. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Apparently they don't. They just make beer now. Yes. they built. Uh, fish have no memories. This makes no sense anymore. I'm just saying, like, Pepperidge Farm, majority of their stuff is like Milano cookies and, you know, and, and goldfish, like. They don't remember anything anymore. I'll never forget Milano cookies. So, they have, there was 140... They'll always have Paris. <laughs> there was 144 seats, uh, restaurant with a 70-foot-long bar inside there, 1,725 barrels of beer they brewed a year. That's awesome. Yes. So, and since then, they've increased the restaurant to 300 seats. The brewery has expanded, and they now produce... 125,713 barrels of beer as of 2014. Wait, wait, wait. 1,200 barrels? 1,000. No, 125,000. 125,000 barrels. Of beer in 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's 125,000 barrels of beer on the wall. 125,000 barrels of beer. Now, and what's the yeah. They, they've sh- they've oh, shifted. it's percentage of market, right? I, I yeah, I'm pretty sure that they've just completely shifted to uh, ownership. Uh, yeah, percentage. Yeah. As long as it's every anything that's less than Boston Beer Company, right? Right. <laughs> it, it, essentially, that's Basically. what it had been for the longest time, and now yeah. I, I don't even think. I, I think they've moved away from the craft beer moniker so much, and now focusing on independent. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, independent ownership. Exactly. Gotcha. Um. They have the independent logo on them. I know the Captain Lawrence did. No, they don't. Because like the uh, the guy that sued Blue Moon over you know having a the craft beer craft label. beer on the label or something like that lost in court and okay. whatnot. So, well, so needless to say, they have a, a long history of brewing beer and the the pedigree of both uh, both of the owners and brewers is outstanding. As is the aroma on this uh, Hellas. It's yeah. uh, it's really clean. Um, definitely some some bitterness, bitter spicy notes from the hops, and um, so like a bread like quality. I get a little bit like of uh, honey, honestly. Yeah, like a slight hint of honey. Yeah, yeah. The uh, 
the color on it is, is br- it's brilliantly clear. I mean, one of the clearest beers I think we've ever had on the show. Yeah, it's definitely crystal clear. It's a light gold color. It's really cool because I can look at it from underneath and see all the bubbles and get some cool. Yeah, it's like you're drowning in beer, but you can actually breathe. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it would fall into probably the light straw color. Maybe straw. What do you think? Um, Pale straw? I think we're at light gold. I think it's a little darker than straw. Straw basically doesn't even have a color. Mm. Yeah, I mean... It's fucking light. I think <laughs> yellow would be the correct. Mm. Because you go straw, yellow, then gold. Yeah. I think yellow. All right, I'm in. This one, it's... Yeah, I I get a little bit of... um, I get a little bit of honey on the taste of it. A little bit of bread in there. Again, that white bread kind of flavor to it. And um, it's nothing too... It doesn't really stand out a whole lot, to be honest. But it is is refreshing, and I kind of wish we had left this one in the fridge. Like, I think a little colder might be a little more enjoyable for me on this one. It's, uh, it's ridiculously clean. It is, and I, I feel like the uh, I feel like the bitterness is actually a little bit low for Hellas. I'm not familiar enough with the style. I really like the level of bitterness as you know as a drinker. I don't know style wise where it fits in. I've had a. Uh, it's also really hard because a lot of times something will classify it as a Hellas, and commercially speaking, it could vary widely. I'm not really sure. I mean, uh, I, I mean we'll I, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Hell is supposed to have a pretty assertive bitterness. And while they, this is definitely nicely balanced, I would also say that the bitterness is not assertive. No, there's definitely not an assertive bitterness to it. I'm, I'm staring up at the uh, periodic table of beer styles here, seeing if I can find Hellas on here. Do you see so it? There, there, there th- so, Mark, just out of curiosity, there are three Hellas. There's a German Hellas export. There's a Hellas Bach, which I, this is not. No. And there's a Munich Hellas. I think there's Munich Hellas, I would, right? Yeah, I would think yeah. Munich Hellas. Right. So, from an aroma standpoint, it. okay. it's uh, pretty much spot on. And then flavor-wise... Uh, how flavor the malt malt dominates the hops in the palate finish and aftertaste. So no, this is not a uh, should not be very hoppy. Maybe okay. I'm thinking of Hellas export. Pro- then. Probably that's what I mean. There's like <laughs> Hellas is thrown into everything, but I you know that's just uh, interesting knowledge. Yeah, it's uh, I like I like it. This is again you know one of those lawnmower type beers where you can you know drink a ton of these. Your palate's not going to get too fatigued. Really really well done beer. Yeah, I think this would be a good, um, just, everybody, everybody can drink the beer. Everybody yeah. wants to drink, we, it, you know, you can hand it to everybody, they're going to enjoy this beer, it's got a good base quality to it, um, it's not offensive in any way, um, I think it's pretty tasty. For me, it's going to be, it would be a pint on it, just because there's not, there doesn't really seem to be a whole lot going on to it, in there to me. I'm gonna go bomber on it. I'm I'm uh, I'm impressed at the at the balance. It's a, it's definitely like like uh, the style uh, style suggested a, a malty balance. I like malty beer, and uh, but it, at the same time has enough balance from the hops mm-hmm. to not make it kind of just stick to your palate. I think that's a I think that's a fair read on it. I definitely am not saying that there is a ton of the hop character is not overpowering in any way, but there is enough of it to keep it from becoming completely. Tasting like malt, right? What do you think? I I, I got nothing more than what you guys have already said. Right. What are you going to rate it? So how about for a rating then? I uh, I will go bomber on it. 
it is uh it's definitely two glasses for me beyond that though i don't know i might want to seek out something with some more complexity yeah I, I can agree with that i think it's a good it's a good day drinking beer yeah if i'm gonna be day drinking I'm, I'm i'll be drinking something like this yeah this is a, a hell of a uh a very good start to you say uh, it's a huge hellas. Yeah, I mean, start? come on, man. You're dad. You got to work on. It. You got to up your dad joke. No, listen. So we have a friend whose whose dad the level of dad joke that he <laughs> he, is, he gets to is super high, and uh, I never ever want to do that to any of Jake's friends ever. I, you I say will, that I, now. I will do no, no. In I, ten years, you may change. your I mind. am going to walk around in my underwear in front of him, though. Just for the record, uh, <laughs> are you no. going to yell at him and throw him out of the house and try to fight him on the front lawn? <laughs> no, 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 none of those things. None of in those your things underpants. Will, none of those things will happen. And I, okay. I still love, I still love my uh, my friend's father very much. Yeah, been very let good me to show me. you my pictures. It's been very good to me, but um, I, I the dad joke thing I think is funny Does between this far us. Look like a vagina to you. I'm never doing this, doing any of that to him, <laughs> to my son. Um, the next uh, two. It's a good thing this one was was fairly uh, not complex. Is the next two that we're going to drink? I, I had one of them. The number two that we're going to drink. I've had. Um, I think I mentioned uh, earlier while we're eating lunch. Uh, the Java Cask, which is a, a bourbon coffee stout. Um, I had like on a Tuesday night. I just yeah. wanted a beer, and it was in the fridge, and I grabbed it and I drank it. And after I finished drinking it, I was like, "Man, I am fucking sleepy." <laughs> I'm gonna and, sleep like it, hard. Yeah, on this. like in hindsight, you know, in hindsight, I found out that this beer is 14.8 percent alcohol. Oh, wow! And I was like, motherfucker, that's unbelievable. And I was hammered, so I was hammered on a Tuesday. Um, and just for uh, posterity's sake, how's that oh, different like from usual Tuesdays? <laughs> What's that? How's that different from usual Tuesdays? <laughs> usual Tuesdays, I go to bed at nine o'clock, not drunk. This was going to bed at nine o'clock, drunk. Um. Uh, the Hellas was 4.8%. I mean, as you can imagine, as being a Hellas, it was low ABV. But I thought yeah. for uh, posterity's sake, I would tell everyone. It's always good to know. This one pours out really dark. Yeah, um, it's black as night, and it has a very dark tan head. Pretty yeah, thick. I'm not getting any light through there. But I'm also I'm trying to see if there's uh, any kind of... Um, it looks pretty clear. I don't seem to see any... I, I know that Victory filters the shit out of their beers, yeah. so um, yeah, it would be a surprise. No, it's not turbid. Nothing. Yeah. No light. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's devoid of light. Uh, it's on actually the, a black hole. On the nose, it's straight up bourbon. Just like... It is very boozy on the aroma. Ooh, like, I can, I can smell the alcohol. Yeah, like, when I was drinking this, I knew that it was probably 8%, 9%. Yeah, this one Fucking smells hot. Mid-double mid double digits was not something that came to mind, just because it's, it was a, you know, a commercial beer in a, in a pint... Like, I didn't open some special uh, bomber or something. Yeah, you feel like... Based, based on the legs swirling it, like, you definitely know that it's pretty boozy. Yeah, I, I you know, again, as a, you know, aspiring judge, I should have had a little bit better of an idea what was going on, but it was Tuesday, and I was just like, I need a fucking beer. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to give you the out on that one, because... And this is something that I overheard Andrew say, specifically, of... He really has to put himself in the mindset of focusing on judging. And if he's not doing that, he actively doesn't do that. Right. So, now, while you weren't actively not doing it, like, I don't think you should approach everything with, like, the most critical eye in the world. Because then all you're going to do is just 
disappoint yourself more often than not. Yeah, that's I very think. that's very true. I so, think that'll be hard for me to turn off. But, so uh, so I so I'm going to give you a pass on that. Don't don't feel bad about it. I appreciate that. So I mean, aroma wise, like I said, there's nothing you're going to get much more than the bourbon. Um, flavor, no, that's a lot of bourbon, though. Flavor wise, I think that Can the I bourbon the, the bourbon sort of leads, but then it does finish up with some nice. Uh, um, I think a, a nice coffee note. It's not an overly strong coffee note because... The, yeah, there's definitely a little bit of coffee. I also get a little bit of, like, raisin. Yeah, yeah, the the sweetness. Um, it smells very similar to the um, to the rum barrel one that we hit, that we opened for Captain Lawrence, which was just the, uh, the last the episode. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, we have just, a little left in the bottle. Yeah, I was just the last shoving episode, it up my nostril. Yeah, which is just the last episode we recorded. Um, you're hitting a lot of those same kind of notes of the raisins and the, the yeah. Th- this and... just smells much hotter though. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it, well, it's double the alcohol. More. Well, that was seven percent. Yeah. This is fourteen point eight. Yeah. Oh man. Fourteen I mean, eight or fourteen three? I'm a little scared to try it to be honest. I'm... I thought it was fourteen eight, but like fourteen three. Definitely splitting hairs on that 14, one. Fourteen three. Okay. I'm just asking because yeah. I just looked at the notes and I see fourteen three in the uh, notes. Okay, yeah, good. It then it's definitely fourteen three because I copied and pasted. Yes, the bottle says fourteen three. All right, so we're still we're still uh, you know bordering on. I, I don't know. That's pretty. I mean, beer wise, especially commercially sold beer, that's fucking high. Ooh. I do believe it counts as malt liquor. Yeah, it does. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> bringing the heat. Yeah, that's a little hotter than I really want it to be. To be honest. Um, I don't mind bourbon, but this is a little more raw bourbon than I want it to be. It's honestly not as hot as I thought it might be based on the aroma. That's fair. I just think it's still a little too hot. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just stating that yeah. it is not as hot as that I thought it would be based on the aroma. Okay. So when Mark smelled it, he's like, I'm fucked. And then he tasted it and was like, I'm kind of okay. You smelled okay. it and went... Could be okay, and then you tasted it. Went, I'm fucked. <laughs> so there's a different, just a different approach to it. I, I, you know, what? that was a that was a really good summation. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have time. I will sum up. <laughs> yes, that's what you've done. <laughs> so I mean, on my end, I like it. I tend to like boozier beers more than I think you guys do. Uh, that it's still though. When I drank, I drank the whole pint of this. The other that, that Wait, night. Did you say boozy or bougie? <laughs> Six one half dozen another. Um. <laughs> I, Speaking of bougie, they're adding glamping sites to some of the East End campgrounds. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Mark's gonna. We're gonna get one right next door. We're gonna toilet paper them. You bring toilet paper camping? Come on. <laughs> what kind of savage are you? <laughs> yes, I definitely need toilet paper. There's not enough leaves in the forest for what happens to me in the woods. Um. Anyway, the the level of booze is probably a little too high for me in this to to drink. A lot. I had that pint, and I honestly was a little on Tuesday, and I was a little like, I was a little like, like full afterwards. Yeah, I think that you could easily. I think sharing this, uh, it's a twelve ounce bottle, right? Yes. Yeah. Sharing this twelve ounce bottle between the three of us, I think, was pretty much how I would like to enjoy this around a campfire, as we were just talking about. Yeah, I think that's the right way to do it. But I still, it's just, I think this is the right quantity. But again, it's just really hot for me. Yeah. Um, I don't get enough of anything else in it. I there's, really wish I got more coffee. There's very few liquors that I like to drink straight or neat, and which is different things. I understand that, but um, it's just not 
really hitting the note for me. Um, it's something that I would look at and go, oh man, this is really awesome. I really want to try this, but I'm, I'm a little disappointed on it. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. It's, it, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't over, I was more excited about it than I was happy about drinking it. But even with that, that said, it's, it's going to be a pint for me. Um, the, I think the, the flavor of it while very good would be overwhelming in a quantity any larger than that. I'm going to stay at the tasting just because, excuse me, it is kind of one note in that it's hot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that that's really it. It's kind of one note and also at, you know, over 14% alcohol. I don't want to drink a lot of this. No. Yeah. It's a little too much for me. I'm gonna go with a pint. Oh, with the um, with the taster on this one. It's just, just too strong for me. Yeah, it definitely. It makes it makes sense. Um, I feel like uh, honestly, the uh, they they put it in the right size package. The 16 ounce thing. It's just yeah. it has, should be set right on the outside. It should say uh, share with friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It should be should be like a flat pack furniture and should have like the decal on there for like team lift <laughs> there you go i like that yeah it's either like did your parents die one yeah <laughs> or share with three or more friends yeah. like that's pretty much the only thing i could think of is uh you know if you had a really shitty shitty day yeah then you drink a whole one of these go to bed and hopefully you feel okay in the morning yeah, otherwise it's better in the morning yeah um i wonder if they used like newer bar- newer barrels you know, I wonder if it. Was I like, would imagine that they were f- they were like, freshly dumped. They yeah. probably didn't even spray them out. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was like, like like that's what's running in my head of of why it would get such that. Also, the coffee note that it's like producing. there was probably still a fifth in the yeah. in in the barrel <laughs> before the beer went in. <laughs> yes, <beer>. nice. <laughs> the only the, reason I know what a fifth is is because of the Eminem song. Uh, Stan. Yeah. I drank a fifth of vodka there when you drive. I had to look that up, what that was when that song <laughs> came out. I was like, oh, shit. The only reason I know what a fifth is is because I remember my dad had some liquor bottles that were that old that still had that size. Oh, and, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but also the coffee note that it produces is um, is just straight black coffee, which is not how I drink my coffee. So yeah. It's, it's, a, it's too much on that. On that, on that subject... Uh... I think you you shared it recently to me. It's like yes, me and the, my brother, the, right? Too dark. Yeah. Yes, I shared it to you. It was, and your brother, it, it was a comic, and it's a guy, uh, you know, sitting down to have his coffee in the morning, and it's black, yeah. and he looks down at the coffee, and the coffee says to him, "Let's commit murder." <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. was really funny. And he's like, "Oh, too dark." Adds a little. He, <laughs> he adds, adds a like milk. a drop of cream to it, and then the coffee's like, "Let's contemplate murder," and he's like, "Perfect." <laughs> yeah. And I saw that, and I'm just like. That's Mark and his brother, like to a T. Like that, that joke, the the kind of the comedy and the reference to love of coffee. That's them, like on the nose. Yep. So, <laughs> I uh, I poured some water. I had no beer left in my glass. Like there was obviously some, and I poured water in it. And that and, would be a nice beer. And it is still twice as dark as the Hellas that we tasted earlier. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I had I added more water to my glass, so mine was not, you know, still as dark as. Yours there, but yeah, it still looked like beer. It, yeah, it's a similar experience. So, our third and final beer from Victory. It, give it to me. Yeah, finish it up, man. Woo. I'm sorry, I'm a vagina today. That's fine. There's no reason why you should drink it if you don't like it. Ugh. Give it to me. Give it give to, it me, to good. me, Kevin. Oh, baby. Um, is a Flanders Red, and it is in a 22 ounce bottle. 
and uh, corked and caged. Seven fifty. Oh yeah, seven fifty, right? Because the cork in the cage. Yeah, that's, no, we just had tiny cork and cage bottles, but that's the big one. Yeah. Oh, little, little, very good seal on the uh, on there. I definitely had to work the cork out on this one. Yeah. Unlike uh, those Captain Lawrence beers that were ready to explode, dude. I can read your shirt through that, and it's that, and it's that dark. When you lean forward, I can see the sh- like read your shirt through it. It's so clear. Yeah, that is. It is a lovely amber color to it. Yeah, that red, dark, that, very that beautiful, dark, almost that red, back. almost garnet. Mm-hmm. Garnet. That's the spot. That's the color that we're it, looking for. Well, yeah. I mean that. It's it, red. It, it has red those. Red. It has those ruby highlights. Oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> I haven't had a sip yet, but I just took a little whiff of it. You get that very classic Flanders red, sour, tad bit of funk to yeah. it. And yeah. again, to go back to the last episode that we recorded, because in our time it was. 20 minutes ago. Yep. Um, this is what we were expecting to smell when we opened up. Oh, from the, the Captain second, Lawrence, yeah. Yeah. The second beer from Captain Lawrence, which was not. That. No, th- that wasn't this. But it wasn't trying to be. It was just not this. Yeah, um, but when you give me a sour beer and you say this red. This is sour red. Th- like, this is what you expect. This is what this is what I'm primed for. Yeah. Oh, damn, son, this is good. All right, let's read the back of the bottle here. Our brewer's passion and dedication to tradition come to life in this extremely limited Flemish-style sour red ale. Three years in oak barrels, mixed culture fermentation, and expert blending have come together to marry tart and tannic notes from natural oak souring with intense impressions of dark fruit. Join us in savoring the complex and effervescent ale that is Victory Red. Cheers, Bill Ron. And this is bottled conditioned. This is right there with the uh, the Rodenbach Grand Crew. Oh, this is it's, absolutely. It's fantastic. definitely it definitely has the stronger sourness uh, that the Grand Crew has over the the straight up Rodenbach, Ooh. and yeah, this, like this is one of my favorite. This is dope beer styles. Period. This is really good, and you get a lot of that like cinnamon, all spicy, like yeah, from the wood. Hol- I, I'm gonna call it holiday spice. It's like when you open up, like when you walk into a store like the Christmas tree shop, and they have like all those cinnamon the, the bellows, scented pine right? cones, and yeah, shit. the cinnamon yeah. pine cones right in the front, and it just assaults your senses, <laughs> you know. Like that's what this kind of tastes like as you sip it. Like it's sour, and then you get that punch in the back of the nose with it. The like the level of complexity. There's so many flavors oh, I can pick out. This is really tasty. Like there's, I get a little bit of a cider quality. Hold on. <clears throat> Thank you, you. Damn. That was weird. Hell. I couldn't get rid of it. I swallowed like three times. I still sounded like that. The frog just wouldn't go away. So, uh... Oh, something crawl down your throat and die? <laughs> it didn't die? <laughs> it did. No. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I deserve that. I'm a toddler, so... I deserve that. So, anyway. The, uh, back to serious beer talk. The, um... It gives, like, a cider quality to it. And at the same time, it, like, right after that sweetness is an even bigger tartness from almost a, a green apple and then you get like it mellows out almost from the Britannomyces like character yeah but it, like one of the things that I like really like about Flanders Reds is that little bit of acetic <coughs> kick bless you yeah, it's, it it's not almost it's, like apple cider vinegar yeah it's right. it's well it is vinegar yeah. right like it's acetic acid it's not just mm-hmm. lactic acid it's got that little bit of acetic acid that just punches it up a little bit and mm-hmm. I really enjoy it which is why when we were at the the Brewers Collective uh, for the John Palmer uh, collaboration Brew Day yeah. last weekend, and Jason, you know, gave me this, you know, short pour glass 
of this black beer. I was like, what is this? He's like, that's the sour. I'm like, I didn't know you still no, that had that. No, that was balsamic vinegar. I was like, I didn't, you. I didn't know you. balsamic vinegar. I didn't know you still had that. It's not on the board. He's like, yeah, there's only a couple of pints left. And I was like, all right, thank you. Yeah, he I gave me some it. too. That was awesome. I yeah. did. Not, I tried some of Mark's. Like from that, I'm like, and it really just tasted like balsamic vinegar. Like, it, was, it was. It was definitely on the very far end. It was of motor sour. oil. It was. Mo- it was motor oil. No, like, <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Uh, it was. Right, the Corvid definitely got very acetic. This is not there. No, nowhere but near that. I, I, it, it I like that flavor. And yeah, me too. Like the Corvid, like it, okay, it's a sipper. I got to work my way through it. It's going to take me a little while, but mm. I still enjoy it, and I really like this as well. So now, the Granny Smith Apple, that's that's an acetic type apple, right? Same sort yeah. of quality. Yeah. So good. I'm I'm just making sure I'm equating the the, the flavor correctly in my head. To something this way, if I write it on a BJCP exam, for instance, I'm not a fucking moron. Yeah, but I think that's <laughs> going to be more malic acid. Right. Malic acid? Malic acid, yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. Malic acid is... uh, Is the acid produced in fruit, or... Is what you... Is the predominant acid in, like, apples and uh, grapes. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I can get that now. So so if I just, like, mixed a little... I have malic acid powder upstairs. If I mixed a little bit of that into some water, you'd be like... That's apple juice. Yeah, it's a little apple juicy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I I get a very apple juice quality to this. Um... No, I, the, the apple cider vinegar is the note that I just keep yeah. getting back in my. No, that's, they, that's more yeah, accurate. Yeah, it, it's and the color too. It's kind of the same color. It, it is. It, it's definitely there, and yeah, it's it, a very it's nice just, copper color. I like that flavor. Yeah, there is Oof. that little bit of sweetness that comes back to it. Also, what's that, the ABV on this? It's not that high. I think it's like five five no, or something like that. Keeps it from become. It, yeah, like, your notes say five five, so okay. I'm assuming yeah. that's correct. There's that little bit of sweetness in there that keeps it from becoming too much. Right. Which. This is really interesting, and this is this is an incredible beer. Yeah, five five. This is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I, wow, I, Flanders Reds are easily one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a, it's a style that I think all three of us really enjoy. Um, what was the we had beers? I think it was the last session that we got together and recorded that we had. Um, we had a really good sour that we, we were contemplating. What was it? Oh, it was one of the hills, the oh, hill farms. Yeah, the hill ones, farms yeah. that like there was a sa- like, it was a saison. Yeah. Yes, okay. So I feel like this like is right in with those kind of beers that we were having of the that kind of like, con- you know, the sour and the contemplation that needs to go with those beers. Yeah, I mean, for you know, you had, in the last episode, Kevin, you had said the uh, the captain's cocktail for Captain Lawrence. You had said like. You know, it's a good like sitting by the fire beer. Oh, I, I, yeah, this is. Did that's what this is for me. Yeah, like, this is cold night, tulip glass next oh, yeah. to the fire, and it's warming me up too. I feel it in my in my stomach. I can feel it. Uh, you know, it does warming too. me up from the bottom up. It's funny <laughs> you should say that because as it warms up, I'm smelling it, and I get more of a uh, an alcohol note from the aroma. I think it's really more of a sweetness, but it's probably not exactly alcohol. But it does. It does give give you that impression, and I am getting that warming feeling, and it's only five five, so it's you know I don't know exactly where that's coming from, but it it almost makes it more enjoyable. You know what I mean? You're like ooh, tingly. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I, Can we dance about on wimbly nimbly? Oh, wimbly pimbly. <laughs> um, I'm really enjoying this one. This is tasty. It, it is. I'm wow. running. I'm running. I, I'm I'm sad that I've kind of run out of descriptors for it. 
I don't really know what else to call it. But yeah, other really than awesome. other than just like grunting into the microphone as I touch myself, I don't know if I can equate exactly how much I enjoy this. Um, but yeah, we've we've talked about it before, and I think we mentioned it earlier, even in this episode of, uh, you know, this is the this is a beer to share. Um, yeah, one of the, yeah, that's one of the main reasons why I enjoy doing this as well as just you know making beer and giving it to other people and yeah. like going to bottle Ooh. shares. Is a beer like this? We're where, pouring some of this in the conical. Yes, I, I don't worry. Yeah, I was. Oh, I, I already had you your back. From it, did I? Yeah, that's why I said that to you. I was like, oh, I expected you to do that. We got, we, do you want to put it in the conical, or do you want to put it in, into the uh, into the dregs and get it to get it to be part of the the our dreg collection? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm fine. I'm good with both those things. Um, so, Greg, you have uh, you have inadvertently contributed to the Sour Solera project as well as the insane uh, pellicle that we have over in the corner. It's actually becoming sentient. Yeah, we walked in and it said, hello, Mark, how can I help you today? Well, it's not like the spine that I had growing in kombucha that one time. <laughs> that was fucked up. There were bones and shit in that. It's a good thing we killed that. We probably would have gotten in trouble with, like, like the... Um, Greenpeace or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like fucking yeah you actually violated the Zer- Geneva yeah, Convention. Yeah, Zurich would have come after us for that one. Um, I can say without question that the rest of this bottle is not going to go wasted. Um, no. This is... I have to say, this is probably one of my top five beers I've had on the podcast. If not, period. Not counting, like, the random, like, 1996 Flanders Red that I might have had that Brian yeah. gave us. But I feel like and I, this is a beer that you could give to Brian and be like, yeah, you'd enjoy this. Check this out. He would be really, oh, yeah. he would he, be really into be this beer. Um, um, I'm going to try to find more. And I, when I look this beer up, for the record, they don't make this beer anymore and they're never going to make it again. Wow. Okay. That's what it said on um, the three different sites I looked at. It's not oh. listed on their website at all. Well, Greg, thank you so much for finding us a bottle. Yeah, I mean, he he picked it up at the brewery. He was on vacation with uh, the family, and That's they awesome. uh, they stopped through, and he well, thought about us, which is awesome. I hope you grabbed the bottle, Greg. I hope you grabbed the bottle for yourself to put down in a in your fridge somewhere. And if you did, don't tell me because I'll kill you and take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you thinking for a rating on this one, Justin? This is straight keg. Yeah, there's not a single thing that could be better about this. It's five five. It's as I drink it, it doesn't stick on my palate at all. The level of acidity doesn't get to me in the least. I could literally drink this as every beer I drink for the rest of my life. Wow. How about you, Mark? I'm gonna second him on the keg. I mean, especially because it is that five five. Like, yeah. It is. This is a straight up like this is my kind of sessional build, session ale. Like, okay. Straight this, up. This is. I can't. If there's a better fucking beer than this, like the combination of because it, we, like we have so many beers that are good, but we can't have a lot of them. Yeah. Or if we do, we're gonna get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, god damn it! Like <laughs> this is the most flavor I've ever had in a beer that was this ABV. Yeah, I, I want this on demand. I think for me, I'm gonna go with the growler on it. Um, I really like the. Um, the acetic quality to it. I enjoy that it's low ABV. I just don't necessarily know if I can go with it for every beer forever, like you guys were talking about. Like, well, how Justin was talking about. Wow. Um, I can speak from experience and say that Flanders Reds are very good in pancakes and waffles. Yeah. No, I. If you have, put this in a fucking pancake, I'll kill you. We're drinking it. I'm talking about my homebrew. Oh, that no, I know that. I'm just saying in general, no this doubt, specific one. <laughs> I have no doubts about it, and I would love to have it, and I would love to have a stash of these. Um, I just think 
Growler is the perfect spot for me. Uh, listen, Speaking of stashes, admirable. I think it would be, you know, I, I feel like it would be a missed opportunity if we didn't bring up stash it so Kevin could complain about it. <laughs> I'm not complaining about anything right now. I have this beer and I'm very happy with it, so there's no reason to complain. <laughs> See how we, I dodged we, that one? That was, we, that we, was a good pivot. We love, <laughs> we, we love you. We love stash it, Greg. For the, for the record, that's an official podcast statement from the official podcast spokesman. There you go. Um, this was, Greg, these were some fantastic finds. So I say really thank you so much for finding these. Yes, we definitely appreciate the uh, listener submission. No yeah. doubt. Um, and if anybody else would ever like to give us beers, and whether it's your beers or like homebrew beers, I, oh, we'll drink homebrew beers. Actually, I wanted to, yeah, I was going to say that. I think that um, you know we're coming up on two years, and I think one of the things that I'd like to do is, is kind of highlight some homebrew stuff. Um, you know, and we could maybe even just do one on an episode or something like that. Yeah, I would have no, I would have no problem doing a little uh, a homebrew evaluation segment. Yeah, um, I think that would be a lot of fun. So um, yeah, if you're listening or you know somebody that homebrews or whatever else, you could. Are we uh, going to start a one minute beer review s- a segment with like Glenn and Tyler? Oh my God! Yeah, that would, we we'd be ripping off Brulosophy. They for Kevin, I'm sure you don't know this. No, I don't listen to so Brulosophy. They have. Uh, the the main host Marshall Shot has a friend. Uh, he two, has two friends, two of uh, his Jersey, neighbors, Jersey and Tim, and they Jersey? are the f- yes, they are the farthest things from beer aficionados. Like they know nothing. Okay, and th- on top of that, their personalities are extremely bold. Oh, they're bold. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say they're no. toast. Like. No, they're extremely bold <laughs> people. Uh, I think one of them is a fighter pilot, actually. Oh, okay. Wow. And um, they uh, they do a beer review with like submitted beers. Yeah, and they. <laughs> Just kind of ramble for a minute. They rate them on a on their Jersey Tim scale, which means nothing. Yeah. And it's really fucking funny. It's like a minute. But we we actually we should actually have uh, either Taylor or Glenn on as a guest at some point and have them rate some beers. That would be that would be fun. It would be actually um, similar to when we had Cliff on, except they yeah. would they wouldn't spit out like random lies. random lies about our for, our forefathers. <laughs> We're talking about the lady in red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how 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 ladies smell and things like that. Um, anyway, so thank you, Greg. And uh, if you have any homebrew, you can email us at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Yep. Um, what or the hell is up on the social media? Yeah, social media. Do we want to give out our, uh, our our phone number again? I don't think I have a card handy. I have a stack of yeah, hang on. Mark's, Mark's going to bring up our phone number. Call us, leave a voicemail. We like to play them. Yeah. Um, and you know, reach out to us like Facebook as. Greg has in the past has reached out to us on Facebook. We you can reach us at 631-605-7240. Once again, that is 631-605-7240. At some point, our webmaster, who's a fat piece of shit and super lazy, is going to get that on our website. We've only had it for a couple of months. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with that guy. Yeah. I hear he's a real dick. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. I don't even like calling him. Honestly, I hadn't thought of that, but uh, I, I can probably do that. We'll see. Yeah. So this was a really interesting one, and I think uh, we should uh, sit back and finish off most of the rest of this bottle, and then pour a little bit onto the uh, the pellicles and other yeah, assorted. We're, uh, we're going to feed the semi sentient beings. We're going to f- feed the beasts behind us over here. All right. Maybe someday we can have the pellicle on the podcast. I, I think that it's, it's <laughs> going to come soon. Okay. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, 
on Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.